0: Algar Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 118, Frozen Out and Sunspots.
0: Hi, pals. Another week of static. I'm Al. I'm Maggie and, well, I said, another week of Static. We're yep. talking about static. static. Yep, we talked about Static last week. Static Shock is the show, not mm-hmm. the name of the character. Nope. Keep having to remind certain people I live with that the character's name is not Static Shock.
2: So what was Static Shock up to this week? Well, first I of all...
0: don't know. <laughs> you can you can look forward to those jokes when Amanda shows up on the show. And uh, also, uh, she won't even hear this because she doesn't listen anymore. So Sure. Should probably say, "Hey, have you guys mentioned that Bang Babies is a terrible name?" <laughs> so, look forward to that. I've been meaning to bring that up for a while. Yeah, it's, it hasn't come up before.
2: Listen, Static Shock is the name of some someone on some other job. You're Static. <laughs>
0: I want to meet Mister Purple <laughs> in the uh, expanded uh, Reservoir Dogs Ooh, universe. Yep.
2: Well, there probably is one.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, so. Um, the, I, we were just talking about this before we started, the animation quality seems to have taken a sudden and very abrupt Oh boy,
2: I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we can get into that in a, in just a minute, cause, uh, oof. Oh doof. yeah,
0: but I, I just wanna, like, I always try to find something that the, the episodes have in common to mention mm. before, and that's really it.
2: Well, they both feature the character
0: Static Shock, so. I, I suppose that's true. Mm-hmm. And his dumbass friend. <laughs> Ditchy. His dumbass friend, who is a bit of of a perv, mm-hmm. who uh, the exact the same voice actor showed up on uh, uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, which, mm-hmm. by the way, we're reviewing for our Patreon. Yes, um, for as little as one dollar. Yes, uh, and uh, played the uh, pervy uh, best friend of uh, uh, Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Just uh, I guess that's that guy's niche. Yeah, dude so. knows what he's good at. I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's good at it. He is. He's very good at it. I
2: watch exactly Richie and I go,
0: Yeah, that guy's very irritating. Uh-huh. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh all right. Well, why don't you tell us about the non Disney version of Frozen, which is called Frozen Out, so you we can't get sued. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Welcome to the podcast, pals. This is Maggie, and you're listening to Kids Love Static Shock, the only podcast where I, the mayor of podcasts, will recap and critique every midwinter holiday cartoon Christmas episode to establish the new superhero holiday. Um. So it's December in Dakota, and Virgil and Richie are visiting Frida, who is indeed still in this show. I feel like I lost a bet to somebody (laughs) for her family's Hanukkah party. Unfortunately, Virgil keeps getting called away for static business. Like if, say, for example, the local power plant suddenly got frozen in a block of ice. Presumably Homer Simpson got his hands stuck in two snow cone machines. See, people can still make the Simpsons funny. Anyway, Static encounters a little girl in a parka with white hair and blue skin who is his radiating ice and also asks him for money. But Static is far too busy looking for whoever could have caused all this ice. Come on, Virgil, I thought you were smart, man. Later, at the mall, Virgil ditches out on Daisy when large chunks of mall start freezing. Oddly enough, Virgil once again sees that same little girl. This time, he successfully puts two and two together, and they fight for a minute while the girl thinks about her backstory. Basically, she's a kid who ended up on the street after her abusive father left and her mother died of cancer. Now, let's see. What in that sentence can I make some hilarious jokes about? (laughs) Uh perhaps I'd better move on instead. So Static tracks the girl apparently called Permafrost because all of the good ice-themed superhero villain names have been taken. Central City alone has over 8,000 supervillains with ice, p- ice powers, and only one of them is utter snack Captain Cold. <laughs> uh anyway, Static tracks Permafrost to an underground area full of unhoused people and then discovers her secret hideout when he finds the one room that is made out of ice. He also finds a photo of a little girl and her mother and takes it to Reverend Worf at the community center. Now, as a long-time Trek fan, I would not have guessed that Worf would have become a reverend before he became a captain, but I cannot say that I am surprised. Worf identifies her as a former member of the church along with her mom before she disappeared last year. Static tries to get more information, but unfortunately Worf has already gone on vacation. Luckily, Static manages to find permafrost pretty quickly when she freezes a massive section of downtown again. This time he's able to talk her down and actually help her, and it all works out for the best. This episode ends with Richie standing in an auditorium teaching Charlie Brown what Christmas is all about.
0: Ugh, is that when he reads like a long Bible verse? Uh-huh. Lights, Terrible. please. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Falcon. Sorry, that's that's how we end, right? Yes. Yeah, good okay. work. Damn it, I never know. I know, right? I don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Love you, Brian. Um... <laughs> uh i I had another thought about what you said, and I was uh, uh, very distracted by that. I had a thing for this yeah wait, wait hang on i got I got something for this uh, it doesn't matter uh so this one I did not care for I don't know. i also
2: it, uh did not care for this one uh mm. for a variety of reasons um
0: boy, well, let's get into your bad thing, which I touched on briefly at the beginning um oh Yes. I think I delete. Wait, no. No, it's there. I see it. I'm looking uh, right at
2: it. Uh, okay, so um, this is one of the several things. Uh, this one looks especially cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of shots in this one Virgil uh, destroying the ice around the power plant and the crowd scene at the tree lighting that just aren't there. Like, mm-hmm. we just get shots of Virgil. Like, okay. So it's this massive pile of ice covering the power plant, and mm-hmm. we get like close-ups of Virgil like shooting lightning. You know, a scene that they have uh, stock footage of, uh, and then we just see him passed out, surrounded by water, and it's just like something happened between those two scenes. That yeah, you scene just, missing. Just,
0: just didn't show us. Like, <laughs> I guess, I guess they just went with the storyboard version where there's a couple of bits missing, and yeah, like, yeah so they'll, they'll get the idea. No, we, we didn't.
2: We, I mean, like. Like, a guy specifically had to say, wow, Static melted all the ice. Good work, Static.
0: Yeah. It's not great. And this is just after they decided that uh, that this exists in the same universe as uh, Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, that's not great. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, I, I'm trying my best not to compare. Because mm-hmm. it ain't healthy.
2: No, but like it didn't help that Batman just showed up a couple of weeks ago to be all like, "Hey, uh, remember me? I'm I'm your new friend, Batman."
0: Oh boy, boy, it yeah. sure is uh, a <laughs> sure is cheap around here. Wow, do you guys do you guys even pay your animators? I like, mean,
2: hang on a second.
0: Yeah, when we sell just, off a
2: couple of classic cars, I think I can help you guys I, out.
0: I feel like I just feel him like poking at the background, like, "Oh, this is just gonna fall down, isn't it?" Oh boy, yeah. So that's uh, it's 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 real rough. Uh And uh, yeah,
2: it's just it's just depressing, too, because, like, I I don't care for this episode, but like next episode's got some real good dialogue in it. And it's like it would
0: really be enhanced by uh, not looking like dog shit. No. And and it's a fun show. We've said that before. We really like the character and we really like like a lot about this. But boy, there really is just calling attention to just how not great it is. Yeah. And it's it's very unfortunate. Um my bad thing mm-hmm. is the actual like the the writing, unfortunately, for this particular one, which is I appreciate that they're trying to say something here, but it feel it felt very much like a very special episode uh-huh. in the worst possible way. Like like Pastor Worf reading off the homeless stats. You oh, know God. there are four million homeless people. Like, okay, dude.
2: Like I get it, and like I appreciate them trying to like. It's like no, listen, this is a
0: real problem, and this continues to be a real problem. It does, and also you said "unhoused," which I know is the correct way to say. It. I apologize. I've, yeah, I'm, I'm quoting the episode, and I, that's one of those adjustments I'm still trying to
2: make. Yeah, I I only remembered it when I was writing the summary. I'm like, no, no, this is the this is what we use now,
0: right? And it's it's just yeah, it's I get what they're trying to do. I really yeah. do, but like particularly the stuff with her having mental troubles.
2: Oh yeah. Well, this is my other bad thing which apparently I wrote over your good thing. Oh, so, apologies so in advance for that. Oh, uh, that's all right. Um the other thing is that the mental illness stuff in this one is rough. Yeah, it is. Like again, like I get I get that they're trying to to talk About, like, you know, mental illness within the homeless community and everything. But, like, she, the characters just identified as having, like, vague mental illness
0: problems due to being on the street. Yeah, they might uh, as well just hold an index finger up to the side of their head and and make a circle.
2: Well, and that's the other thing. A woman actually basically almost does that later in the episode to explain to Static that, like, yeah, there's there's something wrong with her. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're... You don't say. It, and it's like they don't want they they don't want to give the act- like what's wrong with her a name or anything, and like Worf literally says at one point, yeah, well she was on the she was on the streets for like a uh, for like a year, so like yeah, something's wrong now, we don't know what it is,
0: yeah, and he even says then she may never be okay again yeah. which i I appreciate embracing the reality of that mm-hmm. It's not just the neat sitcom ending of, uh, yeah, we got her, uh, you know, we got her a hot meal and a mm. and a loving family and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. This A lot of this came from trauma. Yeah. It's not just a matter of her circumstances. It's a matter of some stuff that happens. So. Yeah. But yeah, and she says things like... The voices in the darkness. Oh Michael. God! Like oh jeez, it's like a third grader idea of someone who's having mental trouble. Yeah, it's just oh. not good. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't care for it. Um, it was fun to hear. Uh, as we keep saying, Wharf Michael Dorn, mm-hmm. and I've said before, I love when he plays like a gentle character. Yes, because the guy we know him as is very you know aggressive, and it's it's nice to hear the my, this Michael Dorn. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's got that. Going, he's really got that. Like, let me uh, take a knee here and I'll get down on your
2: level, and we can we can let's let's talk for a second. Virgil. Yeah, he's
0: the cool pastor. You can yeah. you can call him Michael. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out the guitar, and you're like, oh god. Hey, no, listen. You can you can call me Mike. It's cool. Yeah. Oh god. Let's rap. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's worse when you say that or when my white friend says that. But yeah, please exactly. Stop. Uh, but it was genuinely good to to hear him. I what I was that's the other thing I was going to mention was when you said uh, Warf you were surprised Warf was a pastor. I'm not. That dude mm-hmm. was a religious extremist, as we saw later. You know, in Deep Space
2: Nine. It actually makes a lot of sense. I guess uh, the fact that he's a Christian pastor was a bit of a surprise. Well, okay, fair enough. Uh, the real g- <laughs> the real Kalus is
0: Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I okay. That's I mean. It was already a pretty clumsy comparison, mm-hmm. but you're just you're you know, I, the best part for me was when he was talking about uh, permafrost, whose whose actual name is Maureen Connor, and I, yeah. I I remember her name because Maureen Connor has no honor. <laughs> Little mnemonic I made there, <laughs> uh, and you're absolutely right that Virgil has a ton of uh, has anyone seen the Joker moments? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where it, it seems to be feeding on the rays. (laughs) Then stop shooting it. Do what now?
2: (laughs) That's just a lot of like, hey,
0: do you, do you know a weird girl made out of ice? No. The pacing of that bit in the mall where he walks by her Mm -hmm. and she's like, spare some change. It just, it, it was so weird. Yeah. Like, it felt like this moment that was much like the way you described the action sequence at the power station. It just felt disconnected from the rest of it. Like, they yeah. cut to some other thing, and then they cut back to the action. And it was like, well, obviously that's her. And, mm-hmm. oh, I guess we're just, did that even happen? Yeah.
2: No, we we, we took an episode where uh, uh, Static fights an ice villain, and
0: we took the Christmas episode. We just stuck him in a blender. And it seems to have worked out pretty well. With some ice. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. It's a, it's like, it's a frozen drink. It's yeah. not just the, it's not just mixed.
2: Yeah. It's delicious. You'll love not, it.
0: Not just cloaked. No. Phased. Yeah. You guys talking um, about Star Trek in here? Nope. 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 We don't do that anymore. No. Never. Never nope. will again, right? No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I, I mean, I, uh, Christmas episodes are a hard sell for me anyway. You know. Why? It. I'm not, I'm not a big Christmas guy <laughs> and usually Christmas versions of TV shows are mm-hmm. like this. Yep. That's a big reason growing up where I was like, oh Christmas is kind of lame no
2: it's just it's it's an excuse to like hey like
0: <laughs> you should give a care and I get it I goodwill towards men I understand mm-hmm. but boy, there's a better way to do I mean honestly Virgil and Virgil's dad in particular are out there doing actual good work and helping yeah. people who need it like in just about every episode so yeah I mean. Uh, if you want to put a little extra emphasis on this i understand but they're already doing this stuff mm-hmm. they do, they're not just like seasonally like uh, uh empathetic they're yeah. they're good people all the time you know mm-hmm. so. it just
2: it just feels like there's a better way to execute all of this you know like yeah. it's a real first draft uh very special christmas you know oh it very
0: much is like it feels like yeah some punch up like get someone to to like okay the the framework is okay Yeah, cuz again we have another um Every time my brain's like, "Don't say bang, baby." Well, I have to. I mean, what they won't yeah. stop
2: saying it. God knows. Like, I've written so many letters to this show in the past.
0: Yeah, they please, for the to love of
2: God, them. don't call them bang babies anymore.
0: Well, I mean, it, I don't know how you're getting mail to 22 years in the past, but I'm I'm impressed. I'm very skilled, Al. Well, that's true. Especially well, you, at mailing. You uh, you you gained a whole like set of abilities, I know, when you when you started hormones, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that um that uh, uh, time travel correspondence was one of them.
2: Well, that's the thing. Once you stop being a male, you get uh, incredible
0: controls over the male. Huh. Yeah. There's just so many things they don't tell us. This
2: is why I got, a, I, this is why I had to buy all these books. Like,
0: mm, I, that wait, I can sense. do what now? Huh. Wait, are you a bang baby? I mean, I hope not. <laughs> But you just suddenly got a bunch of powers. I just suddenly got real sad, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. Um, <laughs> I
2: thought we were friends. What the fuck?
0: Uh, hey, Maggie, wow. are you a bang baby? Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm terribly sorry. I just... I like... I, I, I've i said this many and times so before. And on Christmas, Al. <laughs> so it is. Well, that's yeah. why. You know, I fucking hate Christmas. No, I, I like, as ever, I like that we have yet another one of these people who... Didn't just turn into a villain. Like, yeah, there's there's a there's a germ of a good idea where it's like, oh, some of the affected people can't control their abilities because they're not all there. Like, she never deliberately froze anything. No, she was just walking around and everything around her became frozen. And yeah. it's like, oh, hmm, okay, I don't hate that, but yeah, yeah they could have they could have made it like this, but good. You yeah. know,
2: <laughs> just. Take another run at this one, maybe. Yeah, guys. Several,
0: maybe. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, your good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with which uh, setting this at Christmas was okay, but then they they sort of took it to another level. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they uh, they I I really appreciate them. They show a variety of faiths in this one. Like mm-hmm. it opens with uh, Virgil at uh, Frida's Hanukkah party. Mm-hmm. Um, we move out to like like uh, there's a... Uh, the... why am I blanking on this? I don't know. What are you trying to say? Uh, Muslim, sorry, wow. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ! Uh, sorry, Muslims. Yeah, sorry, God.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and on Christmas too.
2: I know. They show. <laughs> no, I like, they show people of uh, Muslim faith. There's um, the, basically, uh, Wharf has a uh, uh an like interfaith a, uh, a celebration yeah, for everybody, which yeah, yeah, is yeah, nice.
0: And there's also a um, like. I liked I, one of the few things I did like in the dialogue was mm. frame like listing those things in the context of a teen's social obligations. Mm-hmm. I have to go to this Christmas party, then I've got to go to this Hanukkah thing, and then my friends are doing a Kwanzaa thing. Yep. So, like, it it feels sort of organic because this teen who is a good kid and hangs mm-hmm. out with a lot of different kind of other kids, like, yep. is attending many different things, and mm-hmm. like, that that felt natural. Actually, yeah. I like that.
2: But also um, just is like, oh, and I've got to do all the static stuff too. Everyone's really
0: acting up because it's Christmas. Well, and Richie, mm-hmm. who continues to be the worst, uh-huh. uh just volunteered static to go yep. light the uh, Dakota like Christmas tree, which actually like is not a bad public relations thing. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe talk to
2: Virgil first. It's it's How about cr- that. It, it's Christmas Eve. I got a lot going on. Like when yeah. I was when I was sixteen or whatever on Christmas Eve, I was fucking busy. Yeah, I—I
0: I mean, I was expected to be home for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it's—it's. It's, come on, Richie. Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I also, didn't why catch... are they don't light the tree on Christmas Eve? What's wrong with you? I have no idea. Is that mm-hmm. not when they do it? I don't know. Christmas Day? Not I don't know. About like, I have no idea. Absolutely no clue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't catch that uh, the the Hanukkah thing they were at at the beginning was uh, Frida. Oh, yeah. It must have just been like a quick line of dialogue or
2: something. Well, cause, cause... Yeah, that was basically it. Someone said the name and like she hasn't shown up since like the third episode or whatever. I'm like,
0: oh, look who's back. Yeah, you were, well, we were both pretty sure she was, like, uh, his love interest. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, sort of what they were setting up is, like, oh, that's the pretty girl that he's too scared to talk to, and eventually he will or something. But yeah, then but, nothing came of it. You no, know, they just sort of replaced her with Daisy, which, like,
2: I like that fi- I like too. Daisy.
0: Yeah. Although, uh, events over the course of these two episodes uh, sort of imply Daisy's got, like, better things to do with her time. hmm But, you know, we'll see. I don't know. The show plays a bit loose with continuity, so who knows? Th- th- that is true. She might forget next week. But, yeah. Um, the good thing that I had, which I'm going to have to do from memory, because Maggie's decided to do two bad things. I took two bad take things. Take away so. my good, you know, and on Christmas. <laughs> it's less funny each time, but I don't care. <laughs> um, no, I I did like the way uh, Permafrost, and I actually didn't hate the name Permafrost. It's certainly better than, say, Ice Manda.
2: Nothing is better than
0: say Ice Manda. I mean, okay, Bang Babies is better. Than Ice Manda. <laughs> she won't hear this show. Um, uh, but uh, no, I liked how we saw her backstory, which was—it's very simple. It was yeah. very just cut to a flashback, like a sepia-toned flashback, and it was a bit corny because mm-hmm. it was sepia-toned. But the fact that we didn't get a long piece of exposition or. Virgil looking at mm-hmm. microfiche. Or I guess at this point the internet existed, so he could look on the internet. But you know what I mean, like yeah, that way that they have to keep the main character engaged and it slows the story down. Like no, they just showed like here's what happened to yeah. her. It's a it's a simple thing, but it's not something we get in these shows very often. And I I don't know, I kind of liked it.
2: See, I liked the uh, the sepia tone of it because it was actually it was it was ice colors.
0: Oh okay.
2: Except for the uh, when the ambulance shows up and then it's like ice colors, and also, like, a red light. Like, it looked good, I thought.
0: I thought it, at first I was like, did she grow up in Victorian times? (laughs) It seriously looks like a, like a, you know, like a tinted photo from, like Mm -hmm. a, like a daguerreotype from back then. (laughs) But I guess not. Um, What else? I learned learned the word daguerreotype today. Oh, you've probably seen it written before. That's probably true. And I'm probably saying it wrong. Let's Um, see here. What else? Uh I love uh Virgil's Christmas sweater. Yeah, at the beginning he's just wearing a red turtleneck but yep. but it is a Christmas sweater like, yeah.
2: Yeah, it looks it looks good. It's a good yeah. look.
0: Good for yeah. you, buddy. I any I you know, have pointed this out since the beginning of this podcast. I appreciate whenever they swap out uh, main character's like regular outfits. Mm-hmm. I know for animation that's that's not always the easiest thing to do. So, I'm glad. Uh, uh what else? What else?
2: Not a lot, it turns out. Yep. Yeah, this well, one um, not great.
0: Honestly, no, no, no. Honestly, this might be my least favorite one so far. But mm-hmm. you know, we're not even halfway through yet. So, mm-hmm. also, oh, when when we did see her mom, uh, in the flashbacks, uh, she had a, a, a oxygen hose in her mm. nose. And at first, I thought she had a handlebar mustache. I was <laughs> like, Wait, what is, what is happening right now? Yeah, a penny farthing. <laughs> All right. Anything else? We'll make parsnip pie. <laughs> then the static shock will go hungry. <laughs> oh, there's a bit where static uh, actually just actually mm-hmm. Virgil is feeling overwhelmed, and he looks up and he says something to God. I think. Yeah. Did you did you catch what that was about? I don't remember, but uh, see, I definitely a chat believe with it. God. Yeah. Are you there, God? It's me, Static. Yeah, exactly. No, not static shock. I know a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. Just, sta- just static. It's just static.
2: I hear static shocks on some other job. Yeah.
0: All right. Anything
2: else? Uh, no. You got a quote? I do got a quote. This is just uh, Static Shock getting just doing one of his little quips that I
0: like so much. <laughs>
1: First floor, dated fashions,
0: overpriced jewelry. Everybody out. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a very Bugs Bunny bit. Yep, which I like. Just his little quips. Yep, little japes. He puts so much work into his japes. He really does. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to sunspots, which goes thusly. Virgil and Richie's teacher, who appears to be a Ben Stein sound-alike because I guess they can't afford the real Ben Stein, and if you ever needed a good example of how little budget this show had, that's it, is lecturing the class on sunspots. You know, that thing from the title that probably has some relevance to Virgil's life in some way. I've said it before and I'll say it again, I'm so glad Dakota High offers a college prep-level exposition course. In the actual world, sunspots can affect things on Earth, like weather patterns and radio transmissions. On the insane earth that this show inhabits, which is apparently the same insane earth where Maggie's friend Batman lives, sunspots mean Virgil's powers start going all crazy-go-nuts. And actually, given all the incredibly stupid things we've been asked to believe about Virgil's powers, this one... almost makes sense? This translates to wildly unpredictable power surges at extremely inopportune moments, including a particularly embarrassing incident while he's sitting in class. And I know the episode wasn't going for pubescent boy struggles to hide his boners, but it was difficult for me not to interpret it that way. Richie does his best to assist Virgil with the growing unpredictability of his... abilities. Once again, I'm writing this five minutes before we record, so no time for a rewrite! Wait, did I say Richie does his best to assist? What I meant was Richie gets a small, accidental zap from Virgil and whines about it like a little baby for the rest of the episode. Virgil, for his part, ends up being pretty okay with the situation, and at one point even resigns himself to going back to a regular-ass life where he doesn't stand up poor Daisy like she's so much Dana. Okay, Dana hasn't actually been born yet, so he wouldn't get that reference, but uh, his kids are gonna love it. But we all know what happens when a hero dares contemplate hanging up his cool coat and surprisingly uncool goggles. A supervillain chooses this exact time to go on a rampage. But since most of the supervillains in Dakota are either in jail or were recently murdered by the Joker, we get that guy who threw frankfurters at people in the park. You know, Hotbox. I actually compiled a list of alternate names for Hotfoot that I had intended to sprinkle liberally throughout my summary, but, well, now it's negative one minutes until recording time, so I'll just give you an abridged version of that list. Hotline, Hothead, HotOrNot.com, Hot Topic, Hot Bees, and Hot Time in the Old Town Tonight. Anyway, then Virgil gets his powers back and everything's great again, except for poor Daisy, who's been stood up yet again. I kind of hope she channels that bitterness and uses her genius-level science knowledge to become this show's first non-bang-baby, non-hot-dog-based supervillain. A man can dream. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: just, like, like, seriously, that's the last shot of the episode, is her just sitting there... Like, uh, well, she's sitting there, like, abandoned and mm-hmm. leaves, and then Virgil shows up, and they just do a wide shot of him standing there by an empty table where she was. Yep. At the end of episode. Yep. It's Sorry, buddy. It's not a line. Just, uh, nope. Not everything worked out okay. Yep. I, I, I actually really like that.
2: I That's the thing. Like, I like this episode a lot. Like, the writing in this episode is very good.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's a very standard superhero story, but it's one of those you need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, what if he loses his powers or loses control of his powers? Whatever. Well, and, like, this is my good thing. I love that his attitude is just like, well, that was a cool thing that I did. Like, I don't know if I'll ever get to do it again, but, like. Yeah, I've it, done this for a year. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That could be done. Yeah. But, you know, things are still pretty good for old Virgil. Like. Yeah. I'll this just This give
2: me some on, more time. I can get back on the honor roll. My dad will stop being mad at me.
0: Yeah, that's good. No, and I actually, th- my good thing is I really like the premise of this one. Like, mm-hmm. sunspots can cause weird things to happen to electrical stuff. I understand the logic of that. And apart from Hot Pockets, there's no real villain. Like, it's just Virgil versus his mm-hmm. powers. Yeah. Which is a nice change from, okay, which new stupid villain is showing up this time? No, it's an and, old
2: stupid villain in this case. Uh, yeah.
0: the g- Another guy we thought they were really setting up to be recurring. That's shown up like what once and a half, I think.
2: I'm, I'm kind of okay with him only showing up once and a half. Oh, hot yeah. pants is uh awful.
0: Well and he's <laughs> just gotta terrible. He's gotta pull those hot pants up also. hmm Tired of looking at his draws. I don't wanna see I don't wanna see
2: your hot underpants.
0: Nope. Also, I I and I will mention this a lot as we cover various series, but I'm always a sucker for seeing the hero can be a hero without his powers. Like yeah. There's a whole sequence where he and Richie are using those, um, uh, I forget what they called them, but the little like uh, oh, the charged up bombs,
2: bombs or whatever, yeah,
0: yeah, and like trying to trick, you know, uh, hot stuff into thinking that mm-hmm. uh, that he's he still got powers, and it's 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 a good, uh, you know.
2: Well, it's a good little bit. The thing that bugs me about that, like, I liked all of this up until the end when he puts his hand on a fan and suddenly he's got powers
0: again. Oh, yeah. That's what that's what ends up giving like making everything okay. Yeah. Just uh, touch a fan. Like Mm.
2: one that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Nope. And I will admit that I do not understand the rules of cartoon electricity, but... Uh... Well,
0: I mean, I was going to point out in the last episode, how does electricity melt ice exactly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. That feels like a bad
2: combination, but what do I know? mm mm-hmm. Um. No, but, like, I would have really liked to have seen, like, Virgil defeats this guy without any powers, you know? Yeah. Like...
0: Well, I mean, that's... they basically tricked him, like yeah. which, Like I said, which I liked. But yeah, then you're right. Then he just gets his powers well, back.
2: I mean, it's not hard to trick him. If you put a box on his head, he thinks it's night and goes to sleep. <laughs>
0: Poor stupid hot lips with a <laughs> Just terrible. I um I was I was a little annoyed like that we were going to see the whole uh, transformation animation, which we've talked about before. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see this ever. But what they did was they showed us most of it and then it going wrong. And I actually liked that. Yeah. That was a good effect to show this, like, going bad. Mm-hmm. Which was cool.
2: I like his just... Wow, what was that?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And Ugh. there there were some things that, if they'd been animated better, would have made this one of the best episodes, honestly. Oh, absolutely. But, unfortunately... It just they, looks they look bad. Real bad. Real, real bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, also, some other production elements, including your bad thing.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, go Scroll back up. The music in this episode is terrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Like...
2: I am not a big fan of most of this show's like uh, background uh, music, but
0: the fight with hot pants music. Oh God, it's so terrible! Yeah, it's it's, and the thing is, we, you, and I, since the beginning of this show, have rarely agreed mm-hmm. on the incidental music for any of these shows. But in yeah. this case, like I like the unconventional choice of using sort of like uh, pop sounding music instead of score. I think that's a good idea. Mm. But they're using music with lyrics while there's dialogue, which is a little distracting. Yeah, uh, and then the quality of the songs is not usually great. No, like this, I they're believe coming the from a good place. But
2: yeah, I believe I was... the lyrics to this song were "fire, fire, fight, fire, fire."
0: Yeah, I think this song was by Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fire. I love Static Shock. Whatever you say, fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, no, it was was terrible. It was just terrible. Oh,
2: God. Just bad.
0: It was unfortunate. Come on, guys. Uh Uh-huh. My bad thing was there is a moment where the static first realizes his powers are, like, he doesn't know his own strength kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, And uh, he accidentally knocks a helicopter out of the sky (laughs) and just has a real blasé reaction to it. Like, oh, those guys almost died. Huh. Oh, well. Oh, that'll pro- that's probably a problem. Like, dude, come Hold on, home. man. Yeah, and then a then a whole sequence of things happens. Like, yeah, just a whole Rube Goldberg knocks over some power lines and all sorts of things. Well,
2: I mean, that leads into your, into your uh, your quote, which is one of the yes. best uh, bits in the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's just some rando, like not a recurring character or anything, who like, because Static does the th- and he's done this before. He did it with his own sister, I think, yeah. last week. But he does it a lot where someone's car gets messed up somehow, so he electrocutes it. And that just mm-hmm. seems bad to me. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, he he uh, lands near the guy, and the guy says this. You okay, sir? You almost threw me into orbit.
2: I was scared to death. I'm sorry, but something's happened to my powers. They're way stronger than they used
0: to be. That so?
1: Well, can you drop me up for 44th and 3rd? Didn't you just say you were scared to death?
0: Yeah, but the traffic in this town is even scarier. Which... Made me laugh. Mm-hmm. That I, was good.
2: I also just love, I love, uh, like, static rescues you, and then it's like, sorry, man, my power's been really weird lately. Oh. Why are I, you telling this person that, dude? I, I, like, look, I appreciate the conversation. You're a friendly kid, but I don't know what I'm gonna supposed to do. <laughs> like, if he was talking to me, I'd literally be like, oh, um.
0: Oh. I hate can, when that happens. Can, can no, I, that's can, not relatable.
2: Can I Can I help you with that at all? Like, mm-hmm. Are you okay? Like, I don't, do, I, I, do, I don't know what you want me to do in this situation. But I was raised polite,
0: so I guess I should try to help you. I, I feel like uh, saying it out loud means your enemies are gonna find out about it. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Yeah, you're lucky. I'm not hot pants. <laughs> Thank God. Mm-hmm.
2: Every day I get up, look in the mirror, go, oh, look at this hot chick, and then go, glad
0: she's not hot pants. <laughs> Uh let's see. Um what else? Uh Ben Stein guy was real fucking terrible. Yeah, it was clearly someone doing an impression, and it was just mm-hmm. as bad as the Jack Nicholson impression that uh Alf yep. does. It's, it's yep. not good. <clears throat> uh there was a there was a good comedy bit where um uh uh hot 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 Sauce Committee Part 2 shows up and says, um uh, it says I like uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hurt anybody anymore but then he goes back to his old ways and yep. uh virgil goes well maybe he lost his powers too because of the because of the sunspots and they immediately cut to him like just <laughs> shooting a bunch of fireballs i'm like nope, nope. <laughs> like the comedy timing of that was good
2: he so Hotshot shows up is it actually Hotshot? i'd feel bad I if i actually used his real name who knows anyway he shows up at uh at the school and just everyone's like oh shit and uh Richie's like I guess he got paroled but like he's instantly just like I'm back here to bully some people. I'm like, yep. I don't think you get paroled if you're if they're like so what do you plan to do once you're if you you're released and you go bully people? Just mm-hmm. a whole lot of bullying. I'm really looking forward to bullying people at my high school again.
0: Yeah, look, I, I what I do is I find the weak kids and I intimidate them. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And then they give me things. Do you guys not understand what bullying is? It's been working out really well for me, especially since I got firepower. Like, uh, guess... I've really amped up the whole bullying thing. I I saw this tweet, and I wish I could attribute it. I don't know who said it. But they're like, bullying doesn't make sense to me. It's like, yeah, I know I'm ugly. Why are you mad about it? <laughs> and now I just think of that. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Don't you think I have enough problems? Jesus. Uh-huh. What business is it of yours, anyway? Yeah, what do you care? Uh huh. Um, but yeah, and, and there's some mention made of him doing anger management, and it just not working like immediately. Yep. Like, well, it's not very like it didn't. It wasn't even a process. It just immediately stopped working. Like, wow. I just picture the guy being like, "Stop being angry," and Hotspot going like, "Um, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm calm." I'm a good guy now. Uh-huh. Oh, well, oh. Says he's a good guy now. I guess. I guess we're all right. Where's mm-hmm.
2: that sane stamp I have? <laughs>
0: we use that a lot. Cured. See, see if um, see if Arkham can send me one of theirs. I got a case of them.
2: <laughs> They're pre-printed at Arkham. Like they don't have any that don't that don't have the sane sticker. Yeah,
0: it just says sane. Every now and then they have to readmit someone, and they just hand write in. Mm-hmm. In sane. <clears throat> there. Done. Now, I'll just
2: erase this when you leave in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get it down to one week? I have to go uh, attack Batman with plants.
0: <laughs> I, I have to uh, poison the reservoir. Oh, actually, that's on, on the facility here. Okay, I'll you, stay two weeks. You, you 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 don't even need to leave to take care of that. Like, actually, I think I have some poison if you'd like. Oh, perfect. Great.
2: Oh, this place is great. Yeah.
0: It's a perfect place to do crimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, get cured get... Of crimes. Yeah. huh um, there was some okay, um, sort of, uh, and we've said this a lot, but, uh, the, Richie's family, or, uh, Richie, uh, Virgil's family, like the whole sitcom angle, mm-hmm. there was some good, just, just corny, like, um, the dad's talking about, uh, uh, Virgil, you're not ready to date yet, that makes me feel so old, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Sharon says, Dad, you've been old my whole life. <laughs> Which is good. nothing to do with superheroes or anything. It's just a just a family sitcom joke, but it yeah, was very good. It's
2: very good and it's executed well. Like, yeah, this is the number one thing that drives me nuts about this show is that like the writing can be really, really good and it just does not
0: look very good. No, and honestly, of the shows we've done so far, I think Virgil's home life is the most interesting to me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, of course, Clark had you know Lois, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about home life. He didn't like when he went back to see Ma and Pa. It was okay, yeah. But, but like, like th- as ter- as far as family goes, like you know, and I like Bruce and Alfred, all
2: right. But well, and like is... you know, the best one we had before this was uh, like Terry's family, and you yeah, know, they were they always felt very uh, uh, set dressing, you know.
0: Yeah, there were there were some good moments though. We we enjoyed little the little bastard M- Maddie McGinnis, sure, but um. I, I think that's what we're reacting to here as well is just like the the uh, the sibling thing like the yeah siblings at a certain age just being awful to one another mm-hmm. yep which I enjoy
2: I love Sharon coming into his room and just like what
0: did you do and like he'd been
2: magnetized all night or whatever so all his shits piled up in the corner yeah everything in like, the
0: room just went to where he was
2: yeah he's just like I, I'm redecorating what do you think
0: but also, that bit is another example of, I wish the animation had been better, because his room looked slight, like, my room was definitely messier at 16 than what they were trying to, the disaster they were trying to draw there. I mean, my room is messier than that now. Mm. But he's got, like, some papers on him that's yeah. it's not enough, you know? Like, they really could have put a little more effort into
2: that. I had to note here to myself, it's like, is paper magnetized? And then I go, static, you idiot,
0: it's in the title. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like light things will will stick to you. like Static I cling, Maggie. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. They still it's... got a little generous with the way it works. But uh-huh. I, yeah, wh- whatever. I mean, my problem is that that guy doesn't yell static shock at the beginning of the episodes anymore, so I forget, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that is his name, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. No, it's not. Other job. Damn it. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh... This is about all that I have. I th- yeah. I Let's I see. was not exaggerating in my summary when I said Richie would not stop complaining about that one time, like, uh, uh, Virgil zapped him a little too hard. Like, he didn't yeah. electrocute him, for Christ's sake. He just, like, walked across a rug and touched him. Yeah, like, absolutely. T- you you are the best friend and support system of an electric-based uh, superhero. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that's the only time that's happened to you. Come on. I, I like Richie more than you do clearly but um god he was rough in these two episodes just a real piece of shit i to be clear i don't like i'm exaggerating it because i like to have things to latch on to like mm-hmm. that he's not mm-hmm. he's not that bad but he's not a very supportive friend He's kind of a piece of shit like <laughs> he has thrown uh virgil under the bus with his dad mm-hmm. a number of times yep when your job is supposed to be to to help out with that like i mean max did that all the time actually mm-hmm. Amanda watched these with me, and um, she mentioned uh, one thing that would have made the show infinitely better mm-hmm. if uh, the Richie role had been Sharon.
2: Oh, yeah, in a if second. If Sharon
0: was the one who knew... About his stuff and Mm -hmm. was trying to help him out and trying to support him, but also being a little adversarial because of the sibling thing. Well, yeah, like then throwing him under the bus is funny. It's not just like your best friend being an asshole, you know, but I doubt she would do that is the thing Mm -hmm. she would run interference with their dad and she would do it well. Yeah. Like that's such a better choice, and it would make it them closer. Is. Yeah, but it would also like create tension that they didn't have before, and mm-hmm. like that, that would be a really interesting dynamic. That, but eh, whatever.
2: Well, I mean, we saw what happened when she found out last time. Ta- uh, yeah, she was very because, supportive. Yeah, and then it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ugh. All right. Anything
2: else? I think that's everything I got. I guess we're doing going short this week, but uh,
0: you know, well, it's a good thing my mic is a little uh, messed up. I'm recording in a different place than usual, mm-hmm. I apologize for for the like. I can see in the waveform, I see like big clacks, and yeah, I, uh, I feel bad. I apologize. Um, let's see next week. Next week we have an episode called Pop's Girlfriend, which I suspect is about Pop's Girlfriend, but mm-hmm. we'll see. And one called Big Stretch, or Bad Stretch, excuse me. I assume that's the return of uh, Rubber Band Man. Oh, could be. The uh, uh, most I... recurring uh, villain on this show. And I did not mean to have uh, such a glorious payoff for all my shit talk of Amanda, but uh, she'll be joining us next week. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so look forward wow, to that. the Ice
2: Manda. Very nice.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, she loves stretchy powers. Uh-huh. Her favorite. So she's, she's got to be here for that. Yep. So, look forward to that. Uh, the website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. Uh, if you want to write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. I am on Twitter at Algar. I'm at, at Maggie Robots. And we'll be back next week. Yeah. See you, folks. Twa la, Bang Babies. And on Christmas.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.